Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man. He's the juice. And this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What is going on, Juice? What's happening, buddy? What's up, buddy? We got a a good show today. Uh, We were uh, on a little hiatus last week. Uh, It was uh, on on me, obviously. I just didn't have time (laughs) to come up with show plans. So uh, a lot of things going on, but uh, things are looking a little bit better now. So we're able to do our show. Uh, Yay, shout outs? Mm. No, I don't think I do. Shocker, right? You never. See <laughs> All right. Well, I got, I got a couple shout outs, a few shout outs actually. Uh, first, first, I want to say, say happy birthday, happy belated birthday to Red Leg. He was a uh, one of our guests a, a few shows back. Uh, very good guy. Um. So happy birthday, Red Leg, if you're listening. Um, and the other one, it's actually today. It's uh, that fat guy from Illegal Ham of the Face. Happy birthday, Fatty! So yeah, happy birthday, Fatty. Uh, we hope you're uh, uh, having fun on vacation. So. That's my favorite fat guy. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, love that little fat guy. All right, he's my favorite person, but he's my favorite fat guy. Yeah, <laughs> I say he's my favorite fat guy too. Uh, well, the other one I want to on a serious note. Okay, hold on, I gotta make a serious face on. All right, yeah. All right, we're good. You serious. still look like a dumbass. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I want to shout out Patrick Madden and the Moorhead, Kentucky city representatives. Um. I think you guys are greedy bastards. Uh, greedy, greedy bastards. I'm, for the listeners, I just I just want to take a note and say why I think they are greedy bastards. These guys are demolishing a neighborhood, a small community of uh, North Fork. I don't know if you know where that's at. Uh, it's over by Kroger and Moorhead, Dustin. Mm-hmm. I mean juice yeah. but anyways <laughs> it's all right i slip up on tiktok everybody knows my real all name. right I don't, I don't give a damn nobody <laughs> listening anyways but anyways uh but yeah i live i grew up basically on the round county line so yeah i know where you're at you know where north fork is um it's a it's a small trailer park um and, and a lot of people live there a lot of people made lives there that's that's their that's where that's their homes, that's their lives, and they're they're being mass evicted. Yeah, mass evicted, and with uh, very little compensation. I did hear. I didn't think it was any, but I did hear they are getting a little bit of compensation, a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's not enough. That's not to... a, that's not enough to move a trailer. No, that's not enough to eat. That's very little to even rent a place. Um, starting out, so. Yeah, so all these guys basically own their trailer. That's yeah, generally how and they just these things you know work. pay they, a lot rent. Yeah, they own them. They pay a lot rent, and and that's 
it's just a mass community of them. And I live in a trailer. Um, and so I know good and well, I had to have two of them moved. I had to have one moved out when I bought the property. And then I had right. to have mine moved in. Um, $1,000 is not enough to move it. And I didn't, like, literally, I moved the one that I currently live in. I didn't, I didn't pay the first one because the, the guy that bought it paid to have it moved. Uh, the second one though, I did pay and it was over a thousand dollars and I literally moved it from Flemingsburg to Wallingford, same County, less than 15 miles. Right. Yeah. It's over a thousand dollars. It's it's over a thousand dollars. I know, you know, and from where North Fork is, you cannot go less than that. Like you, there's no possible plot that you can move it less than what I moved mine. Right. As far as mileage. And so it's, and you got to find a plot. Yeah. And they're given what? 30 days. Uh, they got till the end, it was of, the end April. of the month. Right. Yeah. So in less than 30 days now. Oh yeah. It's less than 30 days now. I can't remember exactly when they got the notice. Uh, I believe it was in February. So they had like, okay. Four, the, from what I was aware of, they had 45 days. Yeah. So you got to find a new plot have the financial ability to have that plot and then take your little thousand dollars right and move reset. your trailer and you're not gonna do that for a thousand dollars and no. you know some of these people may not even have the money to even find a plot you know i mean like i go paycheck to paycheck i'm sure uh you're yeah. pretty close at least to yeah. paycheck to paycheck i know i know a lot you know a lot of people are you know uh so you know these guys are just being greedy, I understand that you're bringing in new jobs, but but what kind of jobs? You're going to put in a strip mall. You know, come on. These are people who's been in the, the in this little community for years, and it's it's just not enough compensation. It, it's more about, it's not even about the compensation. It's about the respect for one another, and and there's literally no respect here. Uh, well, that very rarely exists in today's time, which is part of the problems that uh, I believe a lot of the the stem root of a lot of problems in the world today comes from that. But right. Um, I agree with. So you. what I would like to say is anybody that happens to hear this, uh, I don't know if you will or not, but if you happen to hear this and you live in the North Fork area and you're going through this, come on the show. Let's talk about it. Let's figure, let's, let's get your story out there. And if you, what, what what's the guy's name? I, I Patrick it, Madden. Yeah, Patrick Madden or uh, anybody from the Moorhead. I want, if, if you guys want to defend yourself, I want to hear from you. I want to hear what your reasoning. If, and we'll if be you fair. have a good reason, I'll be fair. I'll, we will be unbiased. It'll be a straight but interview. And from what we're looking at, it looks like a pretty shitty deal for the folks at uh, North Fork. Yeah, so if y'all want to come on, we're more than welcome. All right, here's so your platform. Let's uh, let's move on because it just pisses me off. So I don't even want to talk about Ooh, it. Anymore. I like it when you get pissed off. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I get a whole lot more attitude out of you when you're pissed. Let's get into news. <laughs> news, fresh news, news time. Damn, that was loud. Hey, 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 hey! Don't turn me down. Damn. Get off there. All right, all right. I'll just quiet my voice today. All bit. right. In the NBA, we're going to start out with that. Uh, this happened a couple Ooh, we weeks ago. Are we talking basketball? 
Yeah, just a little Ooh. bit. Just a little okay. bit. Jamal Some... Murray tears his ACL. Oh, yeah. Down indefinitely. Shit, I even forgot this happened. Why, uh, yeah. why you got to bring back bad I, memories? I had to bring it up um, because that's really the only NBA news <laughs> I had other than Steph Curry past uh, Wilt Chamberlain at the all-time dub scoring leader. Yeah, that's uh, cool. I mean... I got it. I got a quick little question about Steph Curry. Do you think okay. he's the great greatest point guard of all time? No. You don't? No. I think he's the greatest shooter of all time. Do you think the greatest shoot, overall shooter, yeah. period? Yeah, I think he's better than Reggie. I think he's better than, than Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. I think, he, yeah. I think and Steph you think Curry's, he's better than Reggie Miller? Yeah. I think Steph Curry's the, the greatest shooter of all time. I put him up there. What about Larry Bird? You don't think he's the yeah, I think, or Dirk? I think Curry's better. Really? I think he's the greatest shooter of all time. So, I think he's the greatest scoring point guard of all time. I'd have to go back and think about that, but as far as pure just playing the position, I, I don't mean, think the he's the greatest. Can score but, at will. Oh, he can. Like, yeah, and he, he completely transformed the shot. game. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, look at uh, oh, who's the point guard for Atlanta? Uh, Trey um, Young. Yeah. yeah. Uh, young, he you know he modeled his game right after. Yeah, it's right after. He did. I mean, he's like a mini step. And Curry. there's that many more kids that are coming out. Oh yeah, year after year that have yeah. done it, and that's all they practice basically. I mean, shooting for a while, you like... even seen Lonzo Ball shoot half court shots. Yeah. I mean, in high school, but yeah. making it, you know, so mellow. Yeah. Look yeah. at look at the mellow ball. Like it's yeah, it's Steph Curry, right off the or not, yeah, like. yeah, not Lonzo. I, mellow, yeah, mellow, mellow, yeah, mellow. yeah. Uh, all right, uh, and finally, this isn't NBA, but this is uh, NCAA basketball. Uh, Hubert Davis is hired as the next UNC coach. Uh, he was an assistant under Roy Williams. He's He's got head coaching experience at the NBA level. I'm not sure if he does at, at the college level. Hmm. Um, I would have thought they would have went bigger with that. I, I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I know who – Davis is uh, he? He's been in the NBA, but yeah, I, I would have thought would've, they would have went with a bigger name than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like hmm. a, you know maybe a Billy Donovan or something. You know, yeah. But he don't have no ties to UNC, right? But uh, I mean, I actually think Donovan could be the next the next UK coach. I'd be okay with that. I think a lot of people would be. I think he would be a great successor to. Uh, uh, Cal. John Calipari. Yeah. Uh yeah, that really that one really surprised me. I thought they would have went with a bigger name. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on and we'll get into some a little Even bit of NFL. Like Shaka news. Smart or... Uh yeah, but Shaka just took that job at Marquette. Man. That huh. he left Texas to go to Marquette. Hmm. So Okay, anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, well, let's get into NFL news. I got I got a few little things. It ain't really nothing huge, but um, Alex Smith calls it a career, and he decides to retire. Um, also, T.J. Ward. Actually, there's there's been a shit ton of guys retired this year. Actually, all right. But, so let's uh, run through the retirements and, first. Uh, who all retired? Drew Brees. Okay. Uh, Philip Rivers. Okay. Uh, both Pouncey brothers. Yep. Uh, Anthony Constanzo, left left tackle from the Colts. Yep. Uh, Alex Smith here. T.J. Ward. Okay. And then Julian Edelman was the other one I was gonna say. Okay. Um, and there was a whole list of other ones I can't remember. Uh, all that's all right. Them, you got most of the big ones. But names. 
but there were quite a few actually. I, yeah, I, I, I was really surprised. Um, but uh, farewell, and I wish you luck in all your endeavors. Yeah. Post career, but one, one little quick question I thought okay, about hit me. Julian Edelman. If you're gonna ask me if he's gonna win the Hall of Fame, no, I swear to God, I'm gonna smack the fuck out of you. No, okay, I don't, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Okay, I don't think he is. Okay, I don't um, either. But that's not what I, I think. He ask. has an amazing story. Oh, I think don't, he does too. Yeah. I think he's one of the greatest slot receivers. Yeah, he's, you know, he's play, but he was I don't a phenomenal receiver. Uh, what I was going to ask is, do you think he's going to wind up down in Tampa Bay, just like Gronk did? No, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Edelman's thing is is his knees and just not being able to go anymore. Like right. he's one of those that are it had to be a a heart to heart. What if he even took a year off and then? Went back with the Buccaneers. Man, if, if if Brady go comes back for a third, knees are a whole different ball game. Playing receiver, true. And, true. I mean, like it Gronk's is. was his back, but Gronk was also young when he retired. Yeah. Edelman's not a young man. No, so, and Gronk and Gronk was a shell of himself. Anyways, he wasn't the same Gronk yeah, that no, we're used to seeing, no. even when he went to Tampa Bay. Uh, all right, well. This is what I'm all excited for. Uh, this is our first Cheap Seats 2021 NFL Mock Draft. Woo! And it's going to be the only one we have, just to let you all know. <laughs> yeah, this one, take, this one takes a while. Okay, so how we did this is, well, basically the same way we do it every year. We just never had this platform to use it on. Um, we just text... Back and forth for probably four hours. Oh, yeah. Between me getting drunk and making TikToks and and whatnot. Um, and, it, and it did take about three and a half hours. Like, Yeah, every bit days. of it. And so we, the way we do it every year is we tell where we think trades are possible, but we don't we mock, don't mock trade. trades. So it's exactly where the lineup is. We'll give you notes on where we think a possible trade up, trade down situation and, is. And we... We play GM. Juice plays GM. He gets the final call on on all the even picks, and I I'm the final call on all the odd picks. Exactly. Uh, we each though try to talk each other off the off the edge a little bit with some of the picks and give our takes on certain prospects. Yeah. So generally so, on odd picks, I come in, and it's basically okay. Um, San Francisco is on the clock. Here's the needs. Here's three possibilities that I think it could be. If big man likes one of those possibilities, that's usually where it goes. Same, or if I have something. Or if he has something, he tries right. to talk me into putting them in the list. And vice versa. So you guys get the gifs of it. Um, so we're going to get on with it. Let's here. go. And with the number one overall pick, I think this is no surprise to anybody. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. Shocker. Clemson. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the first two picks we literally said when we started, okay, we know who the first two picks are. Yeah. Let's uh, get that out of the way. It's number two, <laughs> Zach Wilson, uh, quarterback, BYU. 
whether you agree with it or not, I'm I'm pretty I'm about ninety nine percent sure that's going to be the pick. Yeah, I mean, and this is not where we think they should go either. Right. This is a lot of this is what I'm hearing. This is where I think they'll go. It's not exactly who we think should go there. It's who we think will go. Exactly. All right. Uh, so number three overall. San Francisco 49ers. This really took a lot more time between the two of us. This probably especially spent, on this pick for we, real. Yeah, we spent more time on this pick probably than anywhere. But I do think this is the most interesting pick yeah. in the draft. Like there, there's a lot of scenarios that could happen here. One thing I did mention to you last night, um, is I don't think it'll happen, but wouldn't it be some shit? And it wouldn't it be Kyle Shanahan like for them to say fuck it and not take a quarterback <laughs> and take some like the best player available like Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Pitt, I mean that that is Kyle Shanahan's yeah. style. I mean, it would be cool. I he think, don't give a damn. Like it would blow the internet. Oh, up. I like, would love it, but I I just I don't see it happen. I quarterback's gonna be it, and you know they traded up from number twelve to three, and they gave up a boatload of picks. And and I just don't I, I don't feel comfortable with them taking the safe pick. I think they're going to try to swing for the fences here, and I think they're going with Trey Lance at quarterback. Yeah, note it's an odd pick. Very odd. No, but... no note that it is a odd number pick. Right, it is <laughs> um, to odd the list pick. to the listeners. Note that it's an odd number pick. Uh, him and I argued. <laughs> Juice and I argued about this. He wanted Mac Jones here. He doesn't agree with Mac Jones being no, here. Neither no one means. of us do. I think Mac Jones is the fifth best quarterback in this draft. Mac Jones might be the safest, might have the highest floor of of any of these QBs. But I'm not drafting for a high floor. I want to see, I want fireworks. I want the best. And Mac Jones is not the best. Got All right. Anyways, we got Trey Lance. So with number four overall pick, which is a very possibility, a very big possibility for um, a trade down. Yeah, from yeah. the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, that's a note. Atlanta trading down, somebody giving up the farm to move up. This, this is a big trade possible spot. What do you see here? You see another quarterback being taken, somebody like Justin Fields or, yeah, or some, Mac Jones, some, or do you want to see a tight end? No, I'd see somebody trading up to go snag another quarterback. No, I mean, if Atlanta stays put. Oh, you, well, I mean, I was the one that had the final call on this. Right, so. that's what I'm saying. Would you, you think they you think they could actually go go after a quarterback? Or I don't do you, think they do. You don't think so? No. So, with the, with the pick, uh, you're, you're taking Kyle Pitts. Yep. Tight end from Florida. Yep. All right. That's where I'm going with it. Number five, I struggled with this a little bit. Um, I know I'm... I put more of what I guess this pick would be more of what I would do and what I think they are going to do. But I really struggled with this pick. The Cincinnati Bengals picking Panay Suell, offensive tackle Oregon. Um, but I struggled because I really, really wanted to put Jamar Chase in this slot. I yeah, I no, thought I and you know, Chase reuniting with Burrow. That's just like a recipe for fireworks. I mean, yeah, you and, and you, you get the Lamborghini with that season. pick. You, you get the Lamborghini, but you're 
but you still need the Hummers you, you, to. You still well, you get the Lamborghini, but you still got to insure it. So yeah, yeah. That's so, why you go Penasol here. I mean, he's the best offensive lineman in the draft. Yeah. Burrow got hurt last year. You got to insure your your franchise quarterback. So I think maybe I would even you know listen to some trades, possibly trade. I don't know that I would trade back far. I wouldn't trade. I back. wouldn't go back much. I wouldn't go past number eight because yeah. you know you know that. Uh, well, I don't even know if I'd go past. I don't know that I'd trade back because Miami you know could be right there lurking to get. Yeah, Sue L as well. Then anyway, Sue L was the pick. So number six, Miami Dolphins. And you had and I I I don't think this is gonna be the pick myself, but this is what this was your pick. Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. I I do have him ranked as the top wide receiver. I know that you have Jamar Chase. I, I think Chase is gonna be drafted ahead of him. But, but this is another scenario where you reunite yeah. To uh yeah. and um the Smith from Alabama. So I, I think if I'm Miami though, I'd I'd pick uh Waddle over Smith. Well Waddle Waddle makes a little bit and and I pick and of course I would pick Chase as well. But I think I would just just for Miami, because I think Chase or I mean Waddle would be um, a much better compliment to Parker than I think Waddle Smith probably would. functions better on the outside. Yeah, but, right, right. But Smith's ability to go in the slot. Smith can go all over the field. Yeah. Jamar Chase can go all over the field. Um, Chase reminds me of a of a young Tory Hole or yeah, uh, I know you got a heart on for I Chase. Mean, I he, know. He's he's tough. He's really good. Well, I'll get to you next pick so you can talk about. All it. right. Number seven, Jamar Chase. I told you, I think he's uh, Detroit's picking him. Uh, Detroit will be lucky if he land, if he falls that far. Poor Jamar Chase. Jamar, yeah, if he goes there, you know, he could be the next Megatron. He he's not be. as big. He but, could be. But he could be the little Megatron. Yeah, I'm not trying to take away anything from Jamar Chase. I think he's a phenomenal receiver. I mean, but yeah. He, I just prefer Smith. I know you do. I, and I'm not saying that I don't like Smith. I love Smith. I think he's silky smooth root runner. I think he, I mean, he could go all over the field. He's, he's a nightmare. I Trust me. I watched that <laughs> Ohio State National Championship game. He's a nightmare. But, I texted you the whole time. Oh, God. I hated watching that game. <laughs> One half. I you shut it off even, after halftime. You can't he but, had an MVP anyways, performance in one half. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think, you know, I think Jamar Chase was cap would have been capable of doing that as well. Um, but anyways. Whatever. Which he did against Clemson in, oh, in, in, in the national championship game, by the, by the way. He, he didn't do what Smith did. He did pretty damn He didn't good. do 200 yards in one half. That was a – I guess they had what – was a fluke, but that was like a, uh, one of his greatest games. Probably you, his greatest you game. You knew where the ball was going, and oh, you still can't stop it. I know. He, he's it's great. not like they were playing scrubs. He's great. I mean, I wouldn't argue if Smith did go ahead of Chase. I wouldn't hate it, but I mean, I, I think Chase is 
just a slightly over him. I, I like him just slightly better. But anyways, Carolina, number eight. What are you picking here? What do you think? You think uh, offensive line, quarterback? Do you think they could still go after a quarterback, even though they drafted or they traded for Darnold? They didn't give up much for him, and they still haven't signed him to a fifth-year option. It would be hard for me to draft a quarterback here. If, if Justin Fields is sitting I there, know. and you know Matt Jones, they're both sitting there. I know it, but it'd be, it'd be hard for me to – to go quarterback after I traded for Darnold. Yeah, it would be. It would be. I'd want to see what what I had with Darnold, but uh, you'd have to at least give him. That I mean, you got to consider it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Fields is a generation talent. Like I said, I think know. he's the second best prospect in this draft. So I, I, I think you got to consider it. But I think you could also go linebacker here. All right, but well, for this mock, you went with uh, Rashawn Slater. Yep. Offensive tackle, Northwestern. Yep. Get you some offensive line help. They need offensive line help. They got weapons already. They got a good good receiving core. Uh, they got pieces around for Darnold to be successful. They just need yeah. a little more protection. So um, I'm cool with Slater going here. If he doesn't work out as, as a tackle, he can slide in, you know, play the play guard, guard position. So and if it don't go offensive line, I think you probably – what's the linebacker out of Penn State? Oh, uh Parsons. Yeah, I think he can go here too. Yeah, I don't hate that pick from there. Um, that uh, was really where I was going back and forth from was do I want Parsons or do I want offensive line help? So So number nine, I went with uh Denver taking Justin Fields. I don't necessarily think it'll be Denver picking here. I think it's, I think it's gonna be a trade possibility. I think uh if if fields last this long, I think you could see anybody from the Patriots to uh Washington or Chicago. Possibly Chicago. Um hell, even Vegas possibly. Yeah. I don't think Vegas will, but uh it's potential. I would say it'd be new between New England and Chicago, yeah. maybe Washington, but I would say But I think Fields is gonna be the pick here regardless of the team. In this case, Denver's picking and I don't I don't think anybody is is smart enough if they if you if you question your quarterback whatsoever, you should be looking at this kid. Yeah, I so agree. I think Denver would take him if if they if he's available and they stay at this spot. So number ten, my boys. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Dallas Cowgirls. I mean Cowboys. There was a reason I wanted the even picks. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Okay. Just so, so yeah. happens the Browns are even too. Yeah. Basically, I just so happened to text you and say this is the pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Patrick Sertan, corner, Alabama. I love this kid. He's got the pedigree. His dad was a uh, he was a former Miami yep. Dolphins cornerback, all pro. Yep. Um, so I like the pick, Alabama. He's, yeah, he's physical. Coming He's coming fits. out of Alabama. You know he's got some. He's been coached up well. He fits Dallas well. Side. He's a bigger. He's a bigger cornerback. That's what Dan Quinn looks for in his yep. cornerbacks. Um, you know he could lay the wood. He could actually probably play safety if he wanted to. We ain't um, gonna do that. We're no, no. But but I'm saying I'm saying you could put him in you know situations as a safety. No, we ain't playing to. him in safety. No, you don't need that ain't to. We're playing him in corner. To. But but anyways, uh, this guy's a. Chess piece on the field, you can move him around. 
So number eleven. Um, Man, them dogs are going nuts. I didn't know. Oh hell, I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't like. Okay, this yeah, pick 11. as well. After I looked at it, I, I, I think we were probably wrong. I think Mika Parsons is going to be the pick with the New York Giants at eleven. That's if a possibility. Stay, I considered him there. I didn't. I didn't think about him actually. In another mock draft, I did. That's who I picked. Uh, but for this pick, I went with offensive line help, even though they did pick Andrew Thomas last year. And that they picked that. Is it Will Hernandez? Will Hernandez. Second round. second round two seasons ago. Um, but they're still building this offensive lineup. So I went with Christian Darisaw, um, a Virginia Tech tackle. Uh, this guy, you can put him on the right side. Let him go. Yeah. Uh, if he don't work out, he can go. You know, kick him inside if you need to. Um, but that's that's the pick I think. I uh, have a pretty good pick. But I think it's a possibility for a trade down as well. I'd say it's either him or Parsons. I think Pars. I feel more comfortable with Parsons as this pick, but we. I already got it written in ink, so we're gonna go with Darisol for this pick. So number twelve, Philadelphia. You think they're going to get the uh, last remaining of the big three wide receivers? Uh, or do you think they'll go with a cornerback here? I don't remember. I was pretty drunk at this point. I don't remember you what picked we picked. You picked Jalen Waddle. Oh, yeah. 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 Wide receiver, That's Alabama. Um, I think they, you know, they their wide receiver in court pretty much depleted now yeah. uh, they don't have no deep threats i think waddle actually i think waddle i'm not gonna say he's better than, than Devontae smith even though he was hurt last year i think he is is, is uh more durable could be more durable because he's a little bit bigger yeah because that's been proven I'm just saying you know he broke his ankle i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna knock him you know that was just a freak accident but yeah. i mean anyways you piss me off. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we're gonna go on to number thirteen, the L.A. Chargers. Now I think this could be the spot where Darisaw goes, um, but I went with uh, J.C. Horn. They do need secondary help. Um, they lost a lot of of guys under secondary, um, and their defense is really depleted. Uh, so I think they're going to add to their defense. Their their deep their head coach is defensive minded. So yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Horn here. Number fourteen, Minnesota. Do you think they're going to be replacing uh, their defensive ends or uh, that they've got rid of? Danielle Hunter is uh, looking to be traded he's been requested for trade everson griffin's been gone uh do you think they're going to try to retool their their defensive line or do you see them going with another uh, defensive back like rick spielman always does well i'd say you probably better get somebody to put some pressure on the quarterback i like kawitty pay here you sure I like Coy Pay, yeah. Or okay. Jay or Jalen Phillips. You wanna go Coy Pay? Yeah. We'll, all Let's right. Do that. Pay at number fourteen. Let's do that. And number fifteen. 
the New England Patriots select Matt Jones, quarterback, Alabama. Uh, I don't. I don't even think Matt Jones will be here. Possibly if there's trade up. Nah, we done said two trade ups. Uh, hey, won't you send me some whiskey over here? Which one you want? I don't you want care. the higher proof one or the? I don't care. I'll put some cock in my one. mouth. You can put some cock in your mouth. All right. Uh, number sixteen, Arizona. What am I supposed to say, something? That that's you. Are you you ain't got no comments on it? Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. Yeah, I think they need defensive help. Oh, they need <laughs> defensive. They definitely need to replace uh, Patrick Peterson. He, so uh, I think it could help Farley. You know, he can go. He's one of the best man co- man cover corners. In, Pair him with in Buda Baker in that secondary. I oh, Buda Baker's tough. I, I yeah. think you're okay. Number 17, I'm surprised that we let him go this far. Um, well, Mika, we kept trying to pick him, but we just kept talking ourselves out of it. Mika Parsons, linebacker, Penn State. I think this guy, I think we're stupid. I think he could be in the top 10 for sure. I do, Like I said, I think he's very Carolina possible. Carolina yeah. could possibly be. Denver, Dallas, even Dallas. Well, no, I mean, I maybe not Dallas, Dallas but him. New York Giants. Yeah, definitely. Um Parsons a stud. He sat out last season. That kind of hurt his stock a little bit. But if you look at his tape, he is phenomenal. This guy can rush the passer. He can do it. He's sideline to sideline. He can do it all. I think he's the next big time linebacker we're going to see. He's a Luke Keekley. I think he could be a Luke Keekley, Ray Lewis. I mean, maybe not Ray Lewis, but. Yeah, that's pretty high you know, I mean, which Keekley's very Brian high Erlacher. Yeah, I mean he he's a stud. He got the potential, and he got the size too. He he's like six six three, six four, two forty something. Yeah, big he, he's big, big dude. dude. He's he's real big. All right, he's so real big. Uh, number eighteen, Miami. Um, they need offensive line help, but they also need weapons for Tua. But since they already drafted uh, Smith with the sixth pick. We went with Elijah Barra Tucker. He, he's the best overall tackle left on the board. He's actually probably got more potential than some of these other tackles going out. A lot uh, of good tackles come out of USC. Yeah, a lot of good tackles come out. Um, and next, the Washington football team. And this was uh, my pick, and I'm I'm pretty confident in this pick. If they don't trade up for a quarterback, I think they're going to go with Jeremy Owusu Koromoa, uh, linebacker out of Notre Dame. He's uh, a little undersized, but he fits that Thomas Davis mold where he can play the linebacker and safety oh, yeah. hybrid. Were, he's Ron. He's one of Ron Rivera's yeah, guys. Yeah, you, you were very uh, excited slash adamant that this is. I think this is going to be the pick if. If if they don't try to trade up for a quarterback, I think the Redskins select this guy. I don't think they do trade up for a quarterback. I, I mean, th- they might. I don't think they do, but I, I think they draft a quarterback. I just don't think it's going to be a first-round quarterback. Yeah. I think they could do like a, uh, a Mon, you know, Kellen Munn or uh, Davis Mills. Yeah. What's uh, kid out of Florida? Trask. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Trask. Trask could go. I mean, he could go second, third round. Those guys could go second, third round. All right. Uh, so, number 20, 
and this is a good a good trade opportunity too for Chicago. Yeah, well, we don't think Chicago's sitting here. I don't uh, think Chicago sits there. I really think that the battle for number I, nine with Denver is going to come between Chicago and New England. I heard possibly that Chicago's in the works for number six, but I don't know. Ooh, that's how a long much way to that, go. That's, and that's a lot of it's a capital to give up on capital. Yeah, so I don't know if that'll happen. Um, but there are, there were rumors that Miami was listening to teams about trading back and that Chicago was one of those teams. That's a long way to go with yeah. Miami to go back to. Like, Oh, yeah, it is. It's a very long way, especially whenever you're in the top ten. Yeah. That, that's a very long way. I mean, you're going to have a shot, according to this, you're going to have a shot at a big-time weapon. Oh, you will have a shot. What if, Cause like, what say, if Kyle Pitts is there? Yeah, what that's if, what I'm saying. Like, if, if somebody jumps up to Atlanta at four, Kyle Pitts is probably there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if if Kyle Pitts is there at five, I don't know that Cincinnati picks a tackle. Pitts is he's special. He's very special. He's, he's special. I've, like I was high on him, but I went back and looked again at his tape, and this guy's amazing. He's special. So, so anyways, number yeah. twenty, Chicago. We don't think they're there, but if they are, who do they pick? Um, Rashad. Bateman. Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. I like this pick. He, I could see him possibly going after uh, Rashawn Moore, possibly the wide receiver. You love him, don't he, you? He's just a little guy, man. He's like five seven. He, but he's so he's so good. You do. He, you he lit him. up Ohio State you every game. This no, kid's I good. Think, I think Rashawn Bateman is. By far the fourth best wide receiver he, in this. He's I think the gap between He's your four prototypical size and everything. I think I oh, think he if, got it out. I think more he got it out. I think I think Rashawn Moore I think he if he was taller, I think we'd be talking about him in a like top ten pick. Well he, coulda woulda shoulda but, anyway, but he ain't. All so. right. So let's move on to number twenty one. Indianapolis. Um, I wanted to put a tackle here, but uh, kind of didn't have one. Though, really, not. Yeah, I mean, there's really not. No, to me, there really isn't a whole lot of offensive line left. I mean, they had Costanzo retire, so they they were looking to replace him. Um, and I don't think they did that in free agency as of right now. Um, so. I wanted to give them an offensive lineman, but they didn't have it. So we went with Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Old Miss. And I do. I like this kid. I like Elijah Moore. He's very good. Um, I I think I liked uh, Rashawn Moore a little bit better, but I I like Elijah Moore. He he's a stud. I'm rolling my eyes for everybody that counts. Yeah. All right. So number twenty two, the Tennessee Titans select Greg Newsom. Junior, or a second, or whatever you want to call him. Cornerback, Northwestern. Uh, he was one of the top cornerbacks in the Big Ten last year. He was all Big Ten. Hey, quite a few good corners in the Big Ten. Um, he's pretty damn good. He's pretty good. Uh, number 23, this was more your pick. You were an advocate for this guy. Um, the New York Jets. And I, I think they will select uh, an edge rusher. 
uh, possibly an edge slash linebacker. I think Zayvon Collins could be an- another pick. Um, but uh, Jason Owa, edge, Notre Dame. Um, yeah, I think he That's could... what mine, you suggested him. No, you suggested Owa yesterday. No, because I'm higher on the kid out of Georgia. Yeah, but we didn't. We took him later on. You I know. You were high on Owa, too. Yesterday you were. No, I took you a were. No. I was high on the next one. I, I was high on Coromoa, remember? Yeah, but you... And I was high on Jamin Davis. Boy, I'm about to go back through text messages. But anyways... Go ahead. Keep anyways, going. Anyways, we am, went with the Jay- next. The next pick is mine. Yeah, the next pick definitely is. I, I don't... I, I'm kind of iffy on that because the kid is from North Dakota State. But anyways, number 23 with the Jets, we did go with Jason Owa. And number 24, Pittsburgh. And Juice here selected Dylan Radunce. Yeah, Radunce, sure. Radunce, I don't fucking know. Offensive tackle, North Dakota State. He was left tackle. He protected the Lance's uh, blind side. Division two, I don't, you know, I I don't really know how to judge their talent that well. Um, if he if he don't go in the first round, he could be a second rounder for sure. Yeah, now motherfucker, argue with me again. Well, I was right. No, you wasn't. You said I'm gonna throw a little bit of a curveball at you, and I said okay, I'm listening. That was Travis Etienne. You said Travis Etienne or Davenport. Then you said we haven't mentioned in the whole draft. Then you mentioned. But Jason Owe would be a good fit here. But be, go on before that, though, pal. You were talking about Jason Owe early on. Early you were talking about him. Uh, I promise you. I might have threw him, his name in there, but... You weren't. I, I'm not saying that you were real You act real, like real this high. was my pick. Well, you... I had mentioned it. You the one that brought pick, up, but this was your guy, though. All right. Anyways, we're gonna now, move on. Yeah, from this. the tackle out of North Dakota State. He's my guy. Now, I like him a lot. Number twenty-five is also your your guy uh, that you were real high on, but I oh, I was. I talked you into go, going a little. I was. I wanted lower. to go with him in the top fifteen. Yeah, because uh, I like him. Trevon Morig, uh, safety TCU. He could possibly go in the top twenty. I I don't know if he'll be there for twenty-five. Um. But he he's a stud. I don't he, remember he, where I wanted him, but I like somewhere in the top fifteen. It, I like it, it was definitely. I can't remember either. It might have been. Uh, Who needs safety help? I can't think. Maybe Philadelphia. Maybe. Maybe. Minnesota. I can't. I, I can't remember. remember. Anyway, it don't matter. But uh, so where are we at? We're at number twenty six now. The Cleveland Browns. The Brownies. And we went with. Christian Barmore, defensive tackle, Alabama. He's really, besides him, I don't really know of any other defensive tackle. There's a big gap. He's another one that I think can go way earlier, earlier than this because there's, like you said, there's no interior defensive lineman. So anybody that might want to shore that up a little bit, yeah, this so is definitely the go, pick. So uh, it's, it's possible. He's he far go, and away the first interior defensive lineman that's going to come off the yeah, board. Yeah, I, I agree with you on on that one, and literally, uh, he he kind of flashes a little bit. And like, he got it's a, almost he's like a good he, pass rusher from the inside. Yeah, too. but it, it he it's almost like he takes plays off. Yeah, with yeah. but I mean, if you can get somebody to motivate him, man, when he when he flashes, it's special. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's big time when he's he when dominated he's, in that national championship. Game. Yeah, when he's dialed in, it's special. He he's very good. Uh, and I hope the Browns do pick him. I I would. Which that, part of that, that too? To me, that's what they're going towards. They've already, you know, they've signed the cornerback. They signed the safety. They brought right. in Jadavian Clowney. Right. So what's left? Defensive tackle. Maybe Have we some... talked about the Jadavion Clowney signing? No, nah, I forgot about that. That oh, was well, last week. Uh, happened too. Yeah, finish up his mock draft because I got some questions. But right. uh, yeah, like he just this kid is, and it it might be part of the playing for Alabama, baby. Because like Alabama's defense was not typically what you would see no, in an Alabama no. defense. So no, you can almost you can dial dollar. in on yeah. On one guy, yeah. so it might be some of the Miles Garrett effect that he got, and why I'm getting that he takes plays off or spurts where that, that's you don't possibility. see. That's possibility. Because um, I'm not a, I've, I've never been a film junkie, but um, so like I can't pick up on. Oh well, yeah, you didn't see him for 20 plays here, but he was also getting chipped and double teamed the whole time. I watched like, some of his stuff. I mean, he does get he does draw a lot of d- double teams. Uh, that's something you want in Cleveland too. Oh yeah, like, yeah. But but the biggest thing for me is how you know how how well he he does rushing from the interior. Oh he yeah, he just pushes a, that that line back, and that's going to make a quarterback uncomfortable. And very awful. uncomfortable. And I just I think even that's if you a, don't get to him, yeah, you're just getting a hand up in his face or, so yeah, or just you or know, a pushing big body your, you know, body yeah back, back behind you. you. He he's gonna do that, and I I just I like that. I I think that's the pick that they got to go for, even if it means trading up. I'm not saying give up the farm for him, but you know if you got to jump up five spots and give up a, a second or third round pick, yeah. go for it. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't have no issues with it if they did do that. So number twenty-seven, I picked uh, Jalen Phillips, defensive end from Miami. I think he could possibly go sooner than that. I think he could go with Minnesota even. Uh, yeah, he's a good one. He's 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 very good. And really, he there's was, not many like big dominant pass rushers. No, in this draft, not not so. no like blue chip guys. So anybody that's looking to shore that up, like there's a whole cluster of them there that can that can be had in like from fifteen to thirty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Orleans, uh, they needed a second receiver. Yeah, they needed number two. They I lost. even brought it up to you since you uh, brought it up yeah. for four picks prior to this. Yeah. I brought it back up to you that I think this could be a good spot for him. Rashawn Moore, wide receiver, Purdue. Um, yeah, and even at his size deficiency. I mean, you still got he, can't guard Mike down there. So even if uh, Moore was gone, even if all these other guys were gone, I I'd, I'd be comfortable putting uh, Marshall, Terrence Marshall from uh, where LSU. Yeah, yeah, I, would, I liked him too. I like him. I'd be you know I'd be okay with him. We kind of went back and forth on him for a few yeah, a little bit too. for the last few at the back at the back end. So. Number 29, Green Bay Packers. We kind of went back and forth on this with the wide receiver. but Yeah, I and just, then I wisened you up to your ill ways that there's no way Green Bay takes a wide yeah, receiver in the first round. They, they don't, just don't, they don't do, do that. No, they don't. They, they haven't for a very long time. I would love it if they would. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see them go all in you know and the give Aaron Rodgers somebody. Re- you know the last first round wide receiver they picked? Oh, God, no. 
Javon Walker. How about to say? Because Adams wasn't, Donald Driver no. wasn't, Jordy Nelson yeah, wasn't, like were. Randall Cobb wasn't. Adams was a high pick though. He was a second rounder. Yeah, he was, but a like but he wasn't as far as a first round. No, they just don't do he's it. First round talent. But I don't know why. I don't know either, but they don't. I mean, like I said, they did. Get I'd be Javon curious Walker. to redraft that draft. Maybe one week when we ain't got. Nothing. That's something we can do is redraft this draft. Oh no, yeah, well, just redraft any previous draft oh, class. We like where that. you had like Devontae Adams in the second round. Yeah. Like where where would he have went now that you know what he developed yeah. into? Oh yeah, definitely. I think we can definitely do that. All right. Uh, so we went with uh, Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback, Florida State University. I I think he's a great pick. They need defensive back help. Um. I'm I'm comfortable with it. So number thirty, the Buffalo Bills are picking, and we went with uh, the defensive end from Wake Forest, Carl Basham Jr. He's another one. He's kind of polarizing. He could, you know, I've seen him go go as early as the top twenty, and I've seen him go like fall into the second round. Yeah. Um, He's another one that we're talking about with these edge rushers, defensive ends, whatever you want to call them, yeah. that are they're all jumbled up there, and it just depends from team to team on how they feel on yep. each one of them between 15 to about 30 that they could go in any order here. All right, brother, here's your pick. It's my pick, but my it's, it's your guy. Here's your guy. The Kansas City Chiefs select Aziz. Did I get that right? Aziz. Ojulari, defensive end. We ain't grading for pronunciation. University of Georgia. Um, and I really like these Georgia pass rushers so in look, general. So. so tell me about Ojulari here. He's slightly undersized. He's I think he's only like 250. That's um, not bad. That's so, not horrible. I mean, but it's not exactly If you're going to put you, him in dirt, then. Yeah, you can't really put his hand in the dirt. But, I mean, like, except for strict pass rushing downs yeah right uh but he uses his hands about just as well if not better than anybody pro football focus gives him i think it's a 93 on his pass rushing grade i'd like to see what his uh i'm gonna say combine numbers are but what his 40s and his right. shuttles i mean and he's a phenomenal that. athlete and uses like his hands very that, well where, you know you know how much get off he has to right see where he's at right you his three cone drill is yeah all that stuff yeah I'd, right. I'd love to see those numbers but um yeah, he uses his hands very well. And for pro football focus to give you a 93 on pass rushing, like yeah, that's that's pretty good. That, that, I think uh I think there's a good chance he could go sooner than 31. I do too. He's but um, he's he's meshed up in in all these guys. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of guys bunched up right there in your You top. know, if he was 265, I think he's probably the first one that comes off the board. I think that's a good possibility. Uh But he's not. He's 250. So, if Kansas City doesn't draft Ojolari or doesn't draft a defensive end or or we'll we'll say an edge rusher, uh, I think they could possibly also go with offensive line. Um, maybe Walker Little or uh, Jalen Mayfield. Um, they got to replace uh, Mitchell Schwartz and maybe. Eric Fisher. I'll tell you. I'll tell everybody the story here in a minute. But who was the one that we marked out for the next pick? Oh shit! I can't remember <laughs> now. Bateman, Bateman. No, no, Bateman's on up there. Like he's up and picked. Shit. 
I can't remember his I name. Save my life. Started with a B though. Started with a B with the last name. I can't remember. But he's he's a linebacker. I think maybe Parsons. Wake Forest? No, Parsons already went. Yeah. I think it's like out of Wake Forest or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember. It was. Uh, I remember the linebacker. I can't yeah. remember his name, but I I remember. Uh, Anyways, I Missouri, go, Missouri linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's very, yeah, it was Missouri. I had the colors right. Uh, Nick uh, Bolton. Yeah, that's his name. So I think that's a possibility for Kansas City for sure. And I'll, oh. tell you, I'll let you announce the last pick, but I'll tell the story of, on why I'm laughing so hard. Yeah, right so this. number 32, uh, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who who are not the Kansas City Chiefs. They are not. They are not the Kansas City Chiefs. They are not. They have similar colors, but they are not. Um, we we uh <laughs> we decided to go with Travis Etienne, running back Clemson, not Nick Bolton, who who could possibly go number thirty one to Kansas City, who was one pick below Tampa or one pick ahead of Tampa Bay. It's true. So no, so you so you want to talk about Etienne, Eddie? Um. I love ETN. I I don't think he's the best running back in this draft. I think Najee Davenport is, but I think or yeah, I'm sorry, I said Davenport. He's former (laughs) Green Bay Packer guy. Yeah, Najee Harris. I think he's the best running back in this group. I do too, but but I think ETN. I think ETN's slightly better in a passing game. Yeah. But only slightly. Najee Harris is actually really underrated. He's very good. Um. And, and and he's an underrated pass blocker too. <clears throat> I think Harris actually he kind of reminds me. He's not he's not quite as patient, but he kind of reminds me of a Le'Veon Bell a little bit. Which I think uh, Tom Brady's another one that like when you think of of what he wants, like Tom Brady's not going to let you on the field if he doesn't trust you. Right. I think he's more likely to trust Etn. Yeah, uh, a whole lot sooner than Najee Harris, but um, mainly because Etn's been the ETN's probably the best the best pass blocking running back in this whole well, drive. And ETN's been the workhorse at Clemson for like ten years now. So <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm serious. Like it, it seems, feels it's, like it seems like he's been there for a while. Yeah, it it feels like he's been there for at least five years. As the, the, I mean, I, I can't remember he, the running back before ETN. Yeah, I that yeah I so. Agree. <laughs> And they and it was a good running back. Too, yeah, I think. I mean, they've had they really good running back. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, anyway, so. Is, yeah, he he's a a stud. So is Harris, but I, I think Etn goes. I think Etn ahead of him. I think Etn fits Tampa Bay a little bit better. If Tampa Bay doesn't elect to go with the running back, I think Najee Harris probably goes first. And but I think Etn fits Tampa Bay better. Right, right. I I agree with you. I agree with that. Um. Anyways, you want to hear my story now? Yeah, that so that that concludes the first year of the Cheap Seats Pod NFL twenty twenty one mock draft. There it is. Might as well not even watch the draft. That's how it's gonna go. See you. See you next year. See on you that next one. year. All right. Uh. So okay. Well, story. My little story. Okay. So <laughs> I don't even know if I can tell it without laughing. <laughs> so we're going back and forth on these text messages, and he says, "Okay, who you got next?" And he just basically, it's an even pick. Take your pick. Who you want? And okay. I said, 
what was his name? Oh, you said Nick Bolton. Yeah, I said Nick Bolton, linebacker out of Missouri. And I wrote him, I wrote him down. Yeah, linebacker, he said, okay, Missouri. that's kind of weird, but all right, whatever. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, shit. So I call him and I said, hey, I'm retarded. I'm, 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 retarded. I'm sorry. Uh, I could know. I re-pick that I'm last pick? And he says, what do you mean? I said, well, I'm a, I, I, I might be slightly intoxicated. But uh, I thought we were still picking for Kansas City. Oh, no. <laughs> like, so then we went back and we redebated it. Then we covered to Travis Etienne. But yeah, by the time we got to the end of this son of a bitch, I was drunk. He like, was drunk. His speech was slurring on the phone a little bit. It was bad. I was drunk. I, I was... got I got a call. Hey, buddy. <laughs> What do you want? I'm retarded. He says, I know. <laughs> I said, well, I'm also drunk, and we need to redo this last bit. Like always. <laughs> All right, so. Anyways. Okay. So let's talk about clowning. Everything. We'll talk about what? Let's talk about clowning. Okay, well, real quick, we'll talk about Jadavian Shit, we ain't even had an hour yet. Yeah. I got time. We're talking about clowning. He uh, signed a one-year deal worth up to $10 million, which is very um team friendly oh yeah incredibly uh, team friendly i i didn't like the fact that they re- they released sheldon richardson i'll kind of that was kind of a head scratcher he was their best defensive tackle last year um I, I did hear that they're they have welcomed him back um i don't know if he'll come back resign with them but at a reduced rate they want him back at a reduced rate so well of course they do let's let's do you see like what clowning? happens do you like the addition of clowning? I do. Cleveland? I do because Why? because Clowney not only is he he's a very good disruptor. He, I'm not going to say that he's going to get you 15 sacks, but he gets a lot of pressure and he's fantastic in the run game. So I I, I like that was my thing. I like that about him most of all. But and you pair him with Miles Garrett, and I think that's going to be something where. He, he's going to be able to succeed. So that, yeah, that was my big thing is, is okay. So yeah, you put him back in a four, three, which is what he ran at South Carolina when he right. became the biggest phenomenon yeah. coming and going. Uh, so I like that. I like the fact that he's got miles Garrett on the other side. Maybe he takes some attention away from Garrett, but really I don't think he takes away that much. I think he's an overrated pass rusher. <sighs> He's not going to get that many sacks. All right. He is going to help you in the run game. I do like that. All right. So, I watched Jadavian Clowney a lot last year. A lot. Um, and he didn't get a lot. I'm not saying that He's he, not a sack guy. He, he has his season where he could get you double-digit sacks. I'm not going to say he can't do it. But he is... You really hate it when I reach for my phone, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> he is very disruptive. You look at, since you're on Google, you look up up how many quarterback pressures. How much stuff that, there. you know, he, he, he was up there with pressures. He didn't have, like, I think he only had like four and a half sacks with Tennessee. But he <laughs> he's a very good... He impacts the game. You ain't even close. What? He had zero sacks with Tennessee. Really? He had three with Seattle. Okay. In man. 2019. Okay. He had nine in 2018 with Houston. Right. Nine and a half in 2017. Mm-hmm. 
six in 2016, mm-hmm. four and a half in 2015, okay, and zero in 2014. 2000. So he's not had a double digit second. I think yet. he's capable. Of nine it. and a half and nine are the closest okay, he had. Okay. He's had 32 career sacks in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons. Does that does that show the quarterback pressures? Nope. It doesn't show it. No, I was really hoping it did. I was looking at, I and I don't know the numbers. I was looking at it, um, on somewhere, and I, I, I think I listened to it on another podcast, a John Middlecoff podcast, um, and I think he uh, was talking about the pressures, and he was like in the top ten on pressures. That's something I'd have to look up, uh, uh, but I think uh, it's a good possibility that uh. Uh, he was right there in the pressures. Uh, but we'll have to look that up. But I do like the signing. I don't. I. I would. I rather had. Uh, I don't know. Would I rather had a a better defensive end? Yeah, but for the price, like say Trey Henderson. No, nah, I don't know if I would have rather had him because you would have signed him long term. What if he would have been a bust yeah. after you paid him big money? Yeah. Or maybe a, a Lawson. I think I would have rather had Carl Lawson. Yeah. Uh, I would have rather had Carl Lawson. And I would have paid him for three years. But, I think that's what they gave him with the Jets. But I, contract. I, I don't hate the move by no means. It's a one year deal. You can get out of it next year if it doesn't work. Does it excite me like the way, like, Odell came, you know, no. Does it generate that much excitement for him? No, but I think it's a good pickup. I think it's a smart move. Well, I mean, like I said, I think he definitely helps you in the run game. I think he's phenomenal in the run game, especially as a defensive end. Um, And holding that edge and forcing it back in, like, I think Clowney's one of the best in the game at it. I like that. I think, and I also think they're going to move him around on the – the defensive line. Probably. You know, they'll move him in and out. Yeah. You know, put him in a D tackle. You know, they'll yeah. they'll line him up over nose. I've seen them do it. You know, they've done it with with uh I don't know if that that they did it with the Titans, but they did it with Houston. I know they did it with Seattle. I mean, they could put him all over the yeah. field on all over the yeah. line, I mean. He's versatile. Uh, very versatile. You know, that's something I've noticed with the free agents the Browns have got is Versatility. Every one of them that they've picked up has been really versatile. Right. Uh, so, yeah. I anyway, I, I just wanted to pick. throw it out there that I think he's an overrated pass rusher. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. His pass rushing numbers aren't that great. I did think he had double digits. I didn't. I did not know that. Um, I didn't realize he didn't get any. I thought he had. Tennessee. I didn't realize. I, that I thought it was like. I thought I heard it was like four and a half sack, but I. It might have been somebody else that I read on that. Um. Actually, I think it was Sheldon Richardson had had four and a half sacks for the Browns last year. I read the one you got rid of yeah. for him. The one, we yeah, got that's rid fucking of. smart. Yeah. yeah, but I do think we're gonna get him back though. Um, if we don't, though, they're gearing up to take a defensive line to get Barmore. Yeah. I hope. All right, that's the end of the show, guys. Uh, you got any? Uh, Body, you want to toast or anything, Juice, before we get out of here? Yeah, let's toast the listeners, the first responders. The, the military. military, the... Your mother. My mother. Yeah, the, all the medical personnel. Yay, um, Mom. She's yeah. not listening, but yay, Mom. Yay, Mom. Uh, 
I think that's everybody. Uh, we can one more time. We'll nobody we'll died in the last two weeks. Nobody died. That huh? I know. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's sure some dead, but but nobody that I know, anyways. Uh, at least not yet. Anyways, uh, you're about to if you bring up Rashad Moore one more time. I want to toast Rashad Moore, <laughs> the greatest wide receiver of the 2021 NFL Draft. And I want. I also want to say one more time: Happy birthday to Red Leg, and Happy birthday to Fatty. Um, Absolutely, Fatty. I'm looking for a new co-host. If you're interested, <laughs> Red Leg, you can put in your application. I thought you did fantastic on your episode. Oh, I think very we can well. definitely do something with you as well. I'm looking for new co-hosts. <laughs> this one's getting on my damn nerves. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Right, fuck it. Let's Cheers. Go. If I told you you're good looking today, because you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. And we are out.